Hello and welcome to episode 37 of The Okie Show Show. How's it going, Lanny? It's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So uh, we have a shout out to make today. Uh, we have our first Patreon pledger ever. We'd like to give a, a clean, a clean, a cl- as opposed to a really dirty shout out. Hey. Hey, sexy. Anyways, we'd like to thank Luke Helms for pledging 20 bucks a month to the Okie Show Show Patreon account. What all does he get, Lainey? Well, Brian, he gets access to fun behind-the-scenes stuff like sketches, what? scripts, what? live feeds, what? and a key to Kelly's house. What? And now, we follow him both on Instagram and Twitter, and he gets a prize package of... An official Okie Show Show t-shirt and sticker. And sticker! Whoa. That was really intense. <laughs> it's like you're mad. And he gets a sticker! <laughs> a sticker! Those are really expensive. Hey guys, guess what? We are having a live show tonight on Friday. It's the 12th today. At The Venue, which is in the Plaza District, and it's going to be happening during Live on Plaza. So come to... The Venue? <laughs> That's, which is actually the name of The Venue. They had to think really hard on that one. They did. What do you think some of the alternatives were? The Place... Music house. The building. Shack. The place with the chairs. I think that's a good one. The stage place. The the talkie house. Talkie house. That's where people go to talk and stuff. Nobody ever talks there. Everyone's everyone's tuned out already. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we're going to have a live show tonight at the venue, which is in the Plaza District. It's going to be happening at 8.30 p.m. tonight. And you can come for a free live recording of our episode featuring the cast of Dead Center Film Festival's upcoming local feature film, Mickey Reese's Alien. It's actually really good. It is actually really good. We watched it last night, didn't we? We did. I liked it a lot. It's really good. Really good. Real good. There's going to be improv. There's going to be some comedy. We're going to do a Q&A with some of the cast. And we're going to have a secret screening at some point in the show of the first Okie Show Show comedy short film that we just shot just a couple weeks ago. And it's called... A Stiff Proposal. What? <laughs> that sounded dirty coming from me. <laughs> No comment. <laughs> I didn't like the way I said that. Sorry, guys. How, how would you prefer to say it? <laughs> I don't even know. Nailed it. <laughs> and oh, if wait. you come to the live show, there may be prizes, too. And everybody gets a key to Kelly's house. Uh, mention that you heard about the show on episode 37, and you'll get in free. <gasps> Woo! Free is the best. Free is fun. That's actually a lie. You just show your face, and you're going to get in free. Oh, what about those who don't have faces? Well, we don't accept their kind. That's discrimination. I know, but you know what? If you don't have a face... What if I lost my face in a house fire? It just got really dark really fast. What if I found a box of kittens? What if I suffered a horrible, debilitating disease? And You just you, just, you took it there. You took it literal. You didn't even let me finish my box of kittens. Wait, what? <laughs> said, what if I found a box of kittens and they were rabid and they ate my face off? And you're... <laughs> You're saying, what if you found a box of piranha kittens <laughs> and they ate your face off? Why would you want to come to the show? Why, why wouldn't you go to the hospital right away? Because how are you going to explain piranha kittens? 
Well, you can't now because you have no face, which means you can't, you, there's no mouth. Can you imagine like memeing piranha kittens to the people at the hospital? This intro has gone <laughs> off the rails so fast. <laughs> so today's episode is featuring local comedians, Melissa McGinnis and Julie Drake. They're both veteran local stand-up comedians. They're ladies. And we're going to talk about what it's like to be a lady in the comedy world because it's sadly a little different than it is to be a dude in this boys club that we call stand-up comedy. Wouldn't you say, Lainey? Would, but I do have a question. What's your question? Can you even say ladies normally? (laughs) Some lady! (laughs) No. (laughs) Anyways, I'm going to be filing for divorce here later. But this is episode 37 of... The Oki Show Show. Welcome to the Oki Show Show, the podcast that dives into the finer details of navigating Oklahoma's film and music industries. I'm Brian. I'm Kelly. And we are here with two lovely ladies. Welcome to the show. Uh, Melissa McGinnis and Julie Drake. You guys are both stand-up comedians, and you both have hosted Looney Bin recently, right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. How was that? Lovely. Always a fun time. <sighs> One of these days. One You'll these get there, Brian. You'll get there, Brian. You just keep <laughs> I working. Still, I feel like I'm still the rookie. Though, you so. are. You're this little newbie, and there, everyone's like, "You're funny. Come here, Brian." But then you just have to kind of do your pay your yeah, dues. Yeah, it just takes a takes a while. Just got to get in front of Terry and Larry and. Wow them. How, Make sure how you do jazz you hands. <laughs> do do jazz hands yes. from stage. That's how you do it. Yeah, I feel that's like, it's, I I feel like the they're like set. Warren Michaels from SNL. Like once you're past them, like, no, you're no good. <laughs> how long did you guys do stand up before you were hosting shows like that? Hosting Looney Bin. Hosting the Looney Bin specifically? Uh, well, I guess like hosting a show or hosting like a whole week of shows. Well, I'm stupid. In my second show ever, I was a host. Oh, for I, real? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was on Valentine's yeah. Day, 2016, and then I realized, what did I get myself yeah. into? <laughs> my God, how much time did you have to do? The whole show. Oh, what? I was whoa. running the whole show, my second show ever what, at Was Giggles. it an open mic, or no, what was it? It was Giggles. It was their Valentine's Day show where these people oh, wow. paid good oh. money. Oh, my. Whoa. They're expecting okay. good How'd things. that go? Funny it went, night. It went well, okay, surprisingly. Okay, But... Yeah. But the Looney Bin, it was like a little bit over a year. And I just kept asking and asking. And I made sure not to have like the same material every time I get up there. See, that's smart. That's that, right. that was to say that's later on. That's one of the things I wanted to touch on, actually, because my my actually my husband was I was running questions by him, you know, to sound like oh, what do I ask female comics, <laughs> and uh, I, I, like he knows anything about it, but it's just like it makes me not I'll sound tell dumb you what if you I don't ask him. But I, yeah. one of them was like, you know, like how often do you guys change your material, and do you feel like you have to keep changing it for a certain amount of time, and this that. No, I mean, a lot of uh, comedy is about repetition. Like you, you need to have solid material that you're going to be presenting. I I know a lot of comedians will get up there and do new stuff like all the time, but you have to have a strong, solid set that you're presenting. And so a lot of that is about repeating it time and time again. It's good to always have new stuff that you're trying out and, and working in, but you need a solid set, a solid you know, 10 solid 15, 20, 30, 45 hour that you're building up to. Wow. So um, while you need to constantly be working on new material, you need to have that solid stuff that you're working on continually that you're doing. Yeah. I mean, like that's when I think about some of my favorite comics, what do I think about? Like the jokes that they've always done. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Like that's what comes to my head when I think like I have I have one 
comedian, uh, uh, comedian that I think is really funny, but it's always the same two jokes that, and I've noticed on every single one of the C- his CDs, yes, they're CDs. <laughs> <laughs> I got them from what? his show and they were Those. awesome. Nice. Um, but he has the same joke on like all three CDs, but right. I think it's a Podio's joke. And then when I hear the new stuff and then I hear the old, it's, it's, exciting because it brings me nostalgia back to when I first discovered him or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's the same thing with like a musician. You're going to hear that music that is theirs. You know, it's it's kind of the same idea. I mean, yeah, you want to hear new jokes, but if you go see them, you're not going to see a new set every time you see them. Because first of all, that would be freaking exhausting. That would be so hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine. Well, actually, I think that you're a good person to touch on this, especially because you uh, host a little something on Sundays. Can Uh you talk about that? An open mic. Uh, I host an open mic at Tapworks uh, in Bricktown, um, which is an open mic for anybody who doesn't know anything about comedy. It's just a place where you can come and try out new material, old material, whatever. Just work on your set however you want to do it. And that's every Sunday, typically from 6 to eight sign up six o'clock we usually start at six thirty, but it's a good place if you want to start comedy you can come and jump up there and see if you feel the same when you get off stage and <laughs> open mics just because like it is kind of like a workshop like sometimes mm-hmm. we don't even get time limits you can just go yeah yeah which is awesome yeah which it's is awesome and yet terrible at the same time (laughs) yeah it can be terrible but it's it's fun I love getting up there and going hey I have this idea and just blah 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 you know sometimes it's really stupid a lot of times it's really stupid because I'm just going this isn't funny at all but it's going to be funny one day and and please help me you know so I know it can be funny but right now I'm just really angry that it ever happens and and please help so you know but it's good to just kind of ramble stuff out it's not a solid idea yet but you know it can be good and that's basically my job at okie show show is i feed brian some like tidbit like hey this litho was kind of funny today but it's not fully funny yet and that's like how we get our sponsors right? so i'll be like this yeah. i had this like idea but i can't mm-hmm. make a joke out of it because i'm not i just don't do I, my brain doesn't work that way someday though damn someday. it right but yeah. need more female comics which we're gonna talk about in just a second <laughs> yeah yeah but um like we're talking about workshopping jokes and that kind of thing. Like, like how do you go about it, Julie? Well, I just write down a bunch of ideas. I just kind of brainstorm and I consider jokes like puzzle pieces. Like they're just all these jokes and then where am I going to fit them together? And then I kind of just put them like in an order. I think that makes sense, but sometimes what looks good on paper you don't know until you say it out loud how terrible it truly is. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it also helps to go and, and do it and look at people's body language and faces when you're saying this stuff. And then you can kind of gauge it a little bit. Because sometimes I can go a little bit too far and they're like, oh. <laughs> you like one person that's like, mm. yeah. That's like, dude, I'm so terrified of like trying actually offensive stuff. Like, I want to. But I'm terrified of going there because not I'm a white man. Not the full-blown Louis C.K. yet where you but, can just get away yeah. with like, what, I can say things What's offensive, offensive to one offensive. person is not yeah. offensive to another. So, you know, it, it depends on also what room you're doing it in and yeah. who's in the audience. You know, everything is variable depending on where you are and, and who's there and, you know. But someday. as long as it's funny because I've seen exactly. comics try to do things to be shocking and provocative just for the <sighs> yeah, sake of I being like shocking. Like, I'm not going to talk mm-hmm. about butt sex 
in great detail or something like that. Not like unless it's hilarious. Not unless, unless it's there's fucking a certain, funny. Yeah, exactly. There's funny. If there's something funny. There can yeah. be funny things about that. That's but. actually mm-hmm. my favorite Shane Moss bit. He's got a whole bit about butt sex that's just... Speaking of, he's right down the street. Hilarious. I know! Yeah. I, I got to go see his... Uh, he was down in Norman mm-hmm. a couple months ago and he's doing the same set. He's been working... Yeah, you know, like touring it and workshopping it and stuff. The guy does two hours. That's right? insane. Wow. Two hours. That's insane. And it's all new material. Like there's maybe two or three jokes that I've heard before, like not on one of his albums, but like on a clip from like a TV appearance or something like that. But yeah. Still, two hours. That's, Are you crazy? I can't imagine doing an improv show for two hours. You Just saying. Idea. That's the there's stand up versus improv. Fifteen minutes. No one's invested <laughs> yeah. in improv that long. Like, but no he's one. been doing it for. Over a decade, I don't know how long, but yeah. a long time. So it's crazy. Yeah, and full time. So yeah, you know that's true. That helps. I'm trying to help your. <laughs> 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 it's okay, Brian. You'll get there. You can do so. it. Uh, as a, I mean, as a, as a female, do you guys feel like that you have a different audience response than a lot of males? I mean, I, I mean, I would assume. Yes, but I don't know. Well, I, I, yeah, it depends, I mean, I mean, it depends, depends on, on the, the joke. Like, the, yeah. I've tried to do period jokes a lot, and dudes will just stare at you like, "I don't want to hear about your period," <laughs> you know. And in, in which I know they're funny jokes, and, right? And they'll land if I can get them right. But yeah. it, it's just not. It's not initially funny to dudes when I'm trying to to work on it, like at an open mic or whatever. They're yeah. not going to help me at all because they're these early twenties. Dudes are just can't. like, oh, I don't, it doesn't, <laughs> like, can't do it. Point. No, yeah. stop talking about the blood in the vagina. I Go can't back into the boobs. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> that was the first time we ever had somebody walk out of a live show. We were doing, a, well, I don't think you were I there. I wasn't there. I'm glad. Yeah, we I would have been a bunch of period jokes. Stuff. And it was Yeah, girls will be like, yes, yeah. I know. Oh, I, gotcha. I would probably thought and it was yeah. hilarious. And this old couple had to get up and leave because they didn't want to hear us talking about Yeah, they were like, we done left that business a long time ago. No, no shame. No shame in that. Like right? that's a, that's all. I mean, girls get together, and that's what we talk about because you can't talk about it with dudes. Right. That's all we so talk like, about. We're talk periods. about those things. We're like, you use tampons or yeah? Pads? Like, like can I have up? one? Okay, Let's talk about it. Let's it's, compare notes. We that's don't the talk nice about about thing that. about being a married <laughs> man. Is that like, I, it's like I've got a mole working for me. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I, you know, I, yeah. I get the inside info. Mm-hmm. Right. Because guys are actually, if you're not a dick. Mm-hmm. Actually, we're slightly interested in you all that. You can handle that, that stuff, fascinated. right? Yeah. Why? You can how do you? It. How do you? Bleed well, see, that's the thing. Comedians die. are dicks, so <laughs> they go. couldn't handle it. I, I <laughs> was a bunch of single dudes, so that was the thing. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. I will say, being it being a female comic, I have had, and I'm sure Melissa has had. So many women come up to me afterwards and say they could relate to my stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or sometimes where the guys are like sneering at me or what are you don't do that joke and I'm like you, you can't understand the joke because you're a guy. Right. You know. So you can't possibly understand it. So of course you're not going to get it. But that doesn't make it not. The women are in the audience, and if you know we we have they have to be entertained too because yeah I mean we've listened to. Like your jokes about your girlfriends and your wives. Right. Yeah. Well, now it's our turn, so mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and so they love sit it. down and shut up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Can we talk about like let's let's just rip the band aid sure. off and talk about like why do you think that there's this perception that women are not as funny as men? 
And I, I do not agree with obviously, that at all. Right. Which is why I'm having you guys on here. But I do. Right. I feel like there. There. Uh, I don't know. I just. I feel like some. There's this outward, like kind of almost like accepted idea. Is it because there are fewer stand-up comedians that they're aware of, like that are female, or and so they're just not aware of of that genre of comedy or is it just like this it's just wrong and they're just stupid I don't know I mean I think it's just because dumb guys think they're allowed to talk yeah <laughs> that's, you know that's probably the perfect answer to that yeah. actually they just yeah. like you females are funny yeah and then you're like you're stupid and and also I think that a lot of times people find the comedy that is relatable to them funny mm-hmm. and um a dumb guy can't relate to a lot of things that women find funny because a lot of things that are are funny are relatable to their life they're not gonna be relatable to women because they're they probably don't like women to begin with right so they're not listening they're like uh, I'm I'm interested in another hole, and that one's talking. I don't I don't care, you know. Yeah. So exactly. Right. So you yeah, know, that and makes... who really gives a shit about their opinion anyway? They so. haven't. Yeah. They, like I will. Like my husband, he has just started realizing. I watch these. I'm a, I'm a new mom or newish mom, mm-hmm. so I have these moms on Facebook that I follow that do little comedy bits, and I think they're hilarious because that's my life that I'm going through. Mm-hmm. But I'll play them sometimes in the background, and, and my husband will be walking around, and he started realizing, like, that's really funny because he's aware of what my life is, and uh-huh. so maybe these dumb guys just aren't even remotely aware of women things I, like I hate to say it like that well, but like, no, like I think it's I think that's he's like yeah, that's really funny that you you deal with the kids at the store like that I'm like yeah, yeah that's why that's hilarious right but, yeah maybe maybe that's what it is like there's a lot of issues that men are not gonna know until they're, they're married or it. until they're in a relationship or something right. like that there's also not. a lot I don't know if Melissa's had it but I've had some backlash because sometimes my humor is a little rough <laughs> and I've had guys pull me aside and be like you can't talk like that and I'm like well you I just did fuck you want. I said I just did <laughs> Talk mm-hmm. like that. And they're like, so they're like, well, me. it's coming from a woman, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know, and that's just me and who I am. Mm-hmm. So this is all I know. So yeah, you know, well, you you can't be talking about dick on stage. Oh, would you did. ever? <laughs> would you ever I tell did. a guy that? No, right. he guys yeah. talk about their penises all the time. And and in all fairness, the kinds of guys that do that kind of stuff, they do say that kind of stuff to dude comedians. Um, my response to those kinds of people is, I do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Cause, and that's my response to anybody who says any kind. And I had, a, I had a comedian actually recently be like, do you talk to people like that? It, you know, who do you talk to like that? And I was like, <laughs> everyone in my life. <laughs> and, and actually, when I go tell, talk to my parents about how we had this conversation, I'm going to say exactly the same exactly fucking shit. Like because yeah. <laughs> I talk to everyone like this, you know. But That's why I'm funny. Yeah, exactly. That's what's relatable because I'm saying things that people yeah. think in their head that they wouldn't say, but they definitely want to yeah. say it. That's for me. Anyway. Well, I I toned it down and watered it down at first (laughs) because they got in my head a little bit. And then finally, funny enough, a a male comic pulled me aside. He's like, what are you doing? He goes, just own it. Just be yourself. He said, get out there and own it and just tune it out and be yourself. And ever since I've been doing that, instead of trying to fit into the box or the criticism, it's just gotten better and better and better hell yeah that's awesome so that's awesome we're gonna we're gonna catch up on that conversation <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Afterwards. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. Like, I don't want you to name names, but I kind of do. I want to know who to avoid. We'll name names. We're on the gossip train today. I don't. Want, I mean, I don't want everyone to think that like you know these guys have been terrible because it's been just a handful. Right. But yeah. but they have been the one the handful that have been awful have been pretty awful. Mm-hmm. But the majority has been wonderful. That's good. You know, for the most part. But, right. Yeah. But those few, they they didn't make it easy. So. Right. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about the the boys club, which is stand up comedy. I mean, it just feels like a boys club. I felt like that the first time I started doing it. I was just like, there's a lot of dudes and like one lady. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? <laughs> well, I mean, it is a boys club. It and I yeah, it. I don't know why it is. I mean, life is a boys club. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think comedy is a reflection of life. Mm. And then um, you get an open mic scene and people kind of gravitate to like people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that just kind of amps it up. And then if you have people who are or you have guys who are looking for a relationship, mm. um, then that's what they're looking for when they meet a female Right. So they're not looking at a female as another comedian necessarily. They're looking at them as an option mm. that makes, to that's, date. That's huge. And I think the theater industry in general or the arts industry in mm-hmm. general, yeah. I feel like a and, lot of that. And I think is, that's huge just in life in general. It is. It's not, it's not necessarily just comedy. But then comedy, you also have a bunch of dysfunctional idiots. You know? <laughs> yes. I mean. That is a great way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is uh, either depressed or just insane. Right. Me included. You know, I'm not, first of all, anybody who knows me knows I call everyone an idiot all the time. That's just, (laughs) that's just who I, I can't help it. It's one of my flaws. I'm just like, Hey, you're an asshole. Isn't that great? You're an idiot and an asshole. I like to say we're all idiots and assholes like every day. Like just, you know, this is me being an asshole. And then in a minute I'm going to be an idiot. So it'll be, it'll be cool. How the day's going to go. Exactly. (laughs) Who knows? So I actually, I think my life before comedy set it up because I was actually at one point a police o- a certified police officer. Oh, wow. What? So, yeah. wow. Okay, wait, wait. Yeah. So, Julie, you were a, a formerly well, police well, officer. Well. And, Melissa, you work in, nar- <laughs> like, narcotics? or What, what well, do you do? I, no, I don't. I Well, I work with some... Uh, officers and stuff that do that and I'm totally obsessed with them because I love them see idiot sexy now wait a second I I will not say I was a police officer because I was not I got my associate's degree in police science oh wow and then Mm -hmm. I got certified but then in 2008 the economy crashed and Oklahoma City they stopped froze froze their hiring Mm. well in between the time that they could actually get to me and into an academy I was making really good money at my job now nice and it was going to be a huge pay cut so I was like unfortunately you know I can't take that big of a pay cut because in the academy you get kicked if you, if you mess up you get kicked out so. there's no yeah uh, you can you, there's no guarantee for a, so like a, yeah I thought about it and I was like I just faced down the ultimate boys club because when I would walk into class That's guys true. would openly laugh at me and mock me and say you don't things. like that aspect of wow. that. Wow. No, no, no. Yeah. Huh? 
I don't like that aspect of them. We like hot cops. Did. We don't like when they're I douches. Yeah. I, feel like I, I feel like I've yeah. lived in this like like Mayberry style yeah. life where I've I, just like never witnessed shit like that. I know. Yeah. And like just. Ugh. Do you Maybe know what it was you're like? You're a dude. That's, do you know what it was but like? But I've never been in a room where that's happening. Like it. Well, because the, they do it behind closed the guys doors. Maybe do that because I don't hang out with douchebags. Maybe that's why. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what it was like as a woman to walk into a police station? Because I had to go on ride-alongs. Yeah. Because they, they said, you have to see what it's like. I'm getting tingly downstairs. Do you know? <laughs> Go ahead. Please. And it's, it's me just like in comedy oh. is the way it is. When I walked in that police station, half of them were disgusted by me and like, what a joke. And half of them wanted to fuck me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, right? Yeah. I believe so, so it was like the real life Zootopia. <laughs> you were that awesome you rabbit cop. <laughs> so comedy was like nothing then. Because those I was little like, boys are like. Do you just kick the door down We're, of the bar and be like, been here, done that, let's do this, bitches? Mic I was drop. just like, I mean, I've already been in the Ultimate Boys Club. Mm-hmm. I've knocked it down. Yeah. Nothing else is shit compared to that. Yeah. yeah. What am I afraid of? Nothing. Yeah. I mean, I got my degree. I got certified. I passed all the tests. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, man. I'm yeah. not scared of nobody. <laughs> right. That's right. awesome. So yeah. you carry a secret that you could probably kick every ass of every guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know lots of good secrets. Yeah. <laughs> probably could. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Don't yeah. come at me, bro. Because yeah. <laughs> it's I not good. Like, uh, I feel like it doesn't help that a lot of the open mics are in CD bars and stuff like that. Like, where the majority of attendees are like just drunk dudes trying to meet a lady, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, that, that's well, what I assume. That I don't go to help. many CD bars yeah. now. I I stay at home and drink my wine while I watch movies. <laughs> I go to CD bars probably too often. Because <laughs> I like to like I'll be off the map for like a good month and a half, and then I'll just come back and marathon open mm-hmm. mics for like a solid week. So I'm at a bar every night, which is probably not healthy. No, you know, but my I'm at a bar in my me. kitchen every night. <laughs> What does healthy mean? Right. I'm always like, this is not cool. I'm like always, well, I work nights, so I don't get to hang out like at bars. I get to do my open mic and then I'm pretty much out of the scene. Other than that, other than when I get to take off and host the loony bin for a week or whatever. And then I'm like, yes, I love comedy. It's so great. (laughs) But when I first started, I was hitting the mics like all the time. And I was like, I'm always out at a bar drinking (laughs) and just like, this is not, not really that great for not I, that I great feel bad if I don't lifestyle. order at least one drink yeah, <laughs> because right? I'm at this bar like just drinking water mm-hmm. I feel like an asshole but that's the only opportunity you really have to perform I mean like yeah, there's I mean, yeah. where else so, are you gonna do yeah. it you know like you're gonna sit there on YouTube and try to do your stand up on YouTube yeah that was it's, true. it's kind of difficult to hang out at your house and perform I distract myself <laughs> way easy <laughs> I'm like, but look over here, Melissa. What's going on? Oh, that's the same thing it was an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn no it. That's like people that are funny on Facebook. I've seen them at open mics try to come out, and it just doesn't go well. And I'm like, it's a whole different thing when you have live people. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. In front of you. Like Facebook comedians that just don't translate. Not well, always. Some of them do. Sometimes. Sometimes. But yeah. you do need, you need, you need the actual, ha- the delivery is different. Mm-hmm. The delivery is different than a text or, or anything written. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. you pr- deliver oh, yeah. a joke, 
that's the whole purpose and that's what's going to land. But if you're just, I mean, I, I don't know. That's why I'm bad. I don't, I don't do a lot of Facebooking funny things because I just, it's going to come off as like, I offend, like I, I yeah. hate myself. I don't know. Like, I'm just going to be like, yeah. like, I, I just am like not good at that. Myself in enough trouble. I just, Facebook. I just, yeah. Like I said, I just cyber stalk late at night. I don't actually write anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just cyber stalk and go like, that was funny. That was not. And that was, my, that's all I do. I feel like Twitter's good for doing, for writing one-liners. Little one-liners, yeah. But I have the memory of a squirrel, so I cannot remember, I can remember like three one-liners whenever I'm doing a set or something. Right? I don't understand comedians that do like one-liner, 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 one-liner. I know, yeah, I don't either. I'm just like, how do you even remember where you are? You've done like 150 one-liners, and somehow you stayed on point and didn't repeat yourself I would have been like wait did I do that one yet hey you guys do you know if I did that one yet <laughs> is that and god forbid I had two shows in one night I'd been like I just forget it who who I can't I, I don't know I don't know where I am is that like a, a thing too with stand-up I just am so curious like improv they talk about like you go off stage and you just blank about what you just did because oh yeah a lot of you know you're getting on stage and you're just making it up and then you do the scene and you're in it you're in the moment and then you go off stage and your adrenaline just drops and you're and you um, can't remember anything. So, like, is stand-up like that because you know your jokes well? Or do you, or do you still have this kind of, like, you have a, a very good memory of what you did and how it went? Just uh, yeah. When I first started stand-up, I would walk off stage and just forget everything. Like, I would have no recollection of, of what I did. Now, I'm at the point where if, if I do something, I can usually walk off stage and be like, okay, that worked well and, and kind of remember something. But uh, when I first started, I was kind of like, okay, here's the deal. I'm going to do stand-up and I'm not going to, I'm just doing it, period, and fuck everything around it like fuck the audience they can eat a dick fuck everything (laughs) whatever comes out of my mouth is fine I don't give a shit the point is to just get up on stage get the jokes out and then fucking walk off stage I'm not holding it in I'm not worrying about anything I'm not obsessing over it when I walk off stage I'm just doing it you know that's healthy so that's what I need to do (laughs) yeah dude I, I gotta tell you like there is something to be said about like learning how to not give a shit yeah well that's hard and yes. it takes a while, but it's so important yeah. to because just not get well, it's not want to get better. Yeah. Like it's not important. Yeah. It, it's an open mic or, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, especially if it's an open mic. Laughs. It's an open mic. Like, it, especially if it's an open mic. Like it kills me when I see comedians like stressing over an open mic. It's like, why in the fuck do you care? I don't, yeah. I don't even get it. I, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. And I, even shows sometimes, I mean, I understand why. I don't understand why, um, <laughs> but I mean, I, under, I get why you might be kind of like if a joke doesn't land or whatever, but you have so much time to prepare. You did as well as you could, whatever, and then let it go, let it go. you know, just there's nothing you can't go back and you fix, can't it, fix it. So why are you going to worry about it? Like that, you just have to let well, it go. I, I, so when I first started, I sweet Lenny, you know, mm-hmm. he's so sweet. I love Lenny. Um, I was upset at an open mic and he's like, what's wrong? And I said, I just bombed at an open mic. And he just looked at me and he said, Julie, you don't bomb at open mics. (laughs) (laughs) He said, he said, you can only bomb at shows. He said, this is just practice. He said, there's no such thing as bombing at an open mic. And it kind of like got into my head that, oh, okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I was Mm -hmm. like, well, no one laughed. And he goes, well, yeah, it's an open mic. Right. Yeah. So people have to keep in mind that to paint the picture for all of you listeners that have never been to an open mic, picture a room 
that has a smattering of other comedians, no actual audience most of the time. <laughs> all of these comedians are all thinking about their own sets. Mm-hmm. They're not listening to you. And most likely looking at you. They're writing and, stuff or they, down. Yeah, or they've phone. heard you a thousand exactly. times. You're and they, they, they laugh in their head. They set for you, yeah. most likely. Yeah. They're like, chuckle, yeah. chuckle, I chuckle totally in my head, but I'm done mm-hmm. laughing loud. Word, do people's sets yeah. from yeah. the audience. God, open mics are both beautiful and brutal. That's what mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, that's the one thing I could probably do to improve my improv is to go to an open mic and just completely fail all on my own. Well, because improv, you don't Sunday. fail on your own. Like you fail with everyone you else on your stage. You drag it down. <laughs> yeah. If I'm sucking right mm-hmm. now, you're coming down or you're pulling me back up. That's the only right. option. But if you're on stage by yourself, mm-hmm. that's what it is. So maybe that's what I need to do to help me get out of, I don't know, just... Get out of my head. This Sunday, you can come and hang out at Topworks <laughs> yeah. with us. Okay. Well, Sonic well. Six to eight. Okay. I've been trying to get her to come out for the longest time. I know. Like, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. It's nope. not, it t- it's not going to be humiliating. I'm not going to cry and I mean, my pants. No. If okay. you like humiliation. Eh. I don't it's a think fine line. I don't think it's painful. It's like a fine line. Masochism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it depends on your own personal turmoil yeah that's what so i'm getting good material that's what i tell i'm telling brian like well because my kids are one and a half and three and a half so i'm getting great material right now with them and then when they're older and they don't realize that mommy is not around because they're doing all their fifteen thousand school <laughs> activities that mm-hmm. i have to take them to then i can go to an open mic and then just unload all this material dude on the world do it right yeah it's like it'll be your first time on stage and just I'm gonna be do a 35. whole special. I'm going to be 35 year old on stage first time <laughs> and I'm fine with that actually that's well, wonderful there's that's a great. lot of people mm-hmm. that don't get started until later on in life even on me. SNL a lot of the yeah. people on SNL were like in their 30s before they even made yeah. a, you know well, hell, female um, I started when I was 39 see 39 you know how ridiculous that is that's awesome <laughs> that, that is ridiculous about that that's hashtag wonderful. life goals for me it's ridiculous I love it but when you it's intimidating when you go to an open mic and it's 20 ki- guys that are your kids age and you're like what well, really what am I doing <laughs> 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 Mom's here. Yeah. yeah, mom's here, and they all say that and make fun of me, you know, <laughs> laugh, laugh, or whatever. But first of all, I've got way more stuff to draw on. Oh, yes, you, way yeah. more. I've mm-hmm. got stories, I've got experiences, I've got so much I can draw on. I've been through so much in my life yeah. that I can relate to so many people. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're 20, you've only had this one little. Yeah, they're trying to have life lessons. Right. They're, they're out right. there trying, they trying to get experience. That's why they're at yeah. an open mic. That's why they're at a bar. Most of them. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's worked to my. It's, they're like, please, yeah. something happened to me. Yeah. Girl at the oh. bar, dot to me. Holy shit. Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. Just so wait. I mean, yeah. it's helped me tremendously, and I've viewed it. Finally, quit viewing it as a bad thing and something to not be embarrassed about. Instead of I view it as a great thing. Dude, that's mm-hmm. a tool. Because I've got so much material. See, Ryan, this is so what much. I'm telling you about. This yes. is right here. Boom. Just wait around for another six, seven, eight years. I just I'm wanted leave you to it in that range until I'm thirty-five. Leave it in that range. But I'll be there, and I am on board. Eventually, yeah. Yep. Yes. The seed is planted now. Yes. Because yeah. I, I can talk about <clears throat> stuff from my 20s. I can talk about mm-hmm. stuff that's going on now because of my kids. I can talk about, I can relate to older. I mean, I can, anything, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's so awesome. I think it's way better, but it, it was super intimidating at first. Yeah. And I really just thought, what am I doing? I'm such an idiot. <laughs> going, showing up to these open mics and these 
19, 20 year olds are there and <laughs> here, here I come mom that works at a bank. <laughs> well, and also that you're probably the only lady in the bar. I love yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. and it was intimidating for them too, because I am their parents age. Exactly. Yeah. And here I am sitting with them trying to be like a peer mm-hmm. and I'm again, their mom's age. So I know it's awkward for them too, but it kind of worked itself out. So on that note, we're going to go to a word from our sponsors. Okay. The Yogi Show Show is brought to you by the TSA. You want a free rub and tug? You'll have to wait for 15 minutes. We need a female agent. We need a female agent to the desk. Male and female agents. That's basically what happens real life at the airport with my husband. Since I got pregnant, so I got pregnant, and he didn't want to do the like magnetism through your body or whatever thing. He doesn't want to be irradiated. Even though I was not doing it because I was pregnant. He was not doing it because he is a conspiracy crazy. And I love him for it, but he's insane. So now literally he gets a pat down every single time he goes through the airport just because. And I don't know if I should be worried about that. <laughs> I love it. He always makes some sort of weird comment like, going a little high there, bud, just to make the person feel uncomfortable. And it's because he hates the government. So he's like trying to just ruin their lives that day. I'm like, that's not that dude's fault. He had to touch uh. your balls and you just made his day terrible. Why did you do that? He's I like, well, he works for the government. I can't wait because the next time I go through the airport and they start touching me, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, right there. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's why when they were rubbing my be- pregnant belly, I'm like, don't, it's a baby in there. But you know what that means? Like, I just want to, you know, you just want to get crazy because the poor people after they were physically <laughs> sensitive area, sensitive area, sensitive area. That reminds me of there's this YouTube video of this guy that's getting patted down and the cop gets down to his, you know, groin area and he, and he, there's something in his pocket and he grabs it and he's like, what's this? That's my penis, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and then the cop is just like... Just holding it, like, yeah. He just lets it go really fast and just like... Golly. Continues the pat down. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta soldier on, man. <laughs> so I'm curious as to y'all's opinion. How can we make the comedy scene less of a boys club? Is that even possible, do you think? Other no. than just you people, like you guys. People like... hey. Not well. Excuse my you people. <laughs> I'm trying to plug that movie that I saw. You people. You people. I anyway. just actually saw Tropic Thunder yeah. again. That's one of my favorite. <laughs> oh yeah. Moments. No, I just other than women like us who don't care and just do it anyway and don't care about what other dudes think. Doing it like we need more of that. That's yeah. my. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure there are other methods of fixing the problem, but. Let me ask you this, and this may be a very, very ignorant question, so forgive me in advance, but how do you feel like motherhood affects mm. your comedy or just a female's comedy? I don't have kids. I threw away my <laughs> uterus. So. Julie! <laughs> <laughs> it just totally expands it. Yeah. I mean, you can relate to so much more because, you know, I don't know, but motherhood, motherhood in general just opened you up to so much more. Yes. And so many more experiences, so it just it's more to draw on yeah. than that. But do you feel like like whenever you have kids, you know, there's a there's a vast majority that is afraid to be, you know, blue because of their kids. Like, what do, do you, you mean blue? Like foul language. Vulgar. Language, like vulgar. Which is you know? what my grandma calls it. She <clears> says, <throat> if you're going into the bathroom, the air might be a little blue, little blue but I used spray. <laughs> she means it smells like shit or you're being vulgar. Yeah. That's how my grandma worded it. Don't be blue. That's cute. That's, I know. I loved it. Thanks, grandma, for the warning. Mm-hmm. It just occurred to me, like, and again, it might be a really ignorant question to ask, but like, I wonder how much, how many, 
of our lady comics are affected by that of having to like constantly censor yourself. I Clean will say fucking hard I already. Will s- just I don't think purely, Jenny Godwin gives a, a shit. So. <laughs> I, I will That's, say just on my end, even doing the podcast, like I love this podcast. However, there are people I would not probably recommend listen to it. Yeah. Like my parent in laws, mm-hmm. my lovely in laws. I yep. love them so much, but they don't know that the F bomb might drop from my mouth <laughs> or other oh. words. Just saying that's just, I, I'm not trying to hide who I am around them, but yeah. I know that they find it offensive. So I'm being respectful out of but that's their own consideration. To adults in your life, not kids, not kids, so. yeah, right? Yeah. Not kids. I'm not worried so about weird. my son listening to this you can because worry about he won't sides of right. the spectrum, the mm-hmm. ancient and the, yeah. The I really mean young. like if I'm, I'm yeah. not going to play this See, while my now, son's awake, but going to offend them. that's where they turn it off I'm done with this he just called us all ancient (laughs) yeah but I'm not also not going to hide who I am like my my son recently called me out on saying the the word hate too much because I'm Ah. like I hate that I say that a lot and then apparently he's decided I didn't tell him but he's decided that we're not going to say that probably because some other mom was like we don't say that word in our house (laughs) and I got in trouble so now he's going to start a revolution yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so he's like you can't say that word you don't hate these things and I'm like you're right I strongly dislike them but uh, you know I'm not going to censor myself too much I don't know I have to I don't know it's interesting well like my mom yeah I mean when she was I'm a little rough around I used to be a pretty rough around the edges and then you know, I've been raising him by myself, so I didn't have anyone to kind of correct me, you know. And one time she was at daycare, and she was like two, and they said, hey, we need to talk to you. And I was like, all right. And they said, they had, like, these driving simulator things <laughs> that they could, like, put on their lap and drive and honk a horn. And yeah. they said, hmm. um, I hope you know that your daughter was slamming on the horn yelling, move it, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is a mom win. That's <laughs> Yeah, she's uh, she that said, has my heart. So mm. now I've got a room full of two-year-olds saying, move it, asshole. <laughs> move it, asshole. <laughs> she said, so if you could please watch your language in front of your daughter, because it's now spread to the entire two-year-old, and I have to explain <laughs> to every parent why their kid is saying, move it, asshole. Hey, <laughs> someone's kid's always going to awesome. be the kid where you learn. I remember the kid that taught me bad words in elementary school. Someone's kid's always going to be that kid, and if my kid's that kid, guess what? I don't care. Just saying. Yeah, my kid was I don't like, care. Walk with pride. I might be that. I, that might be shameful. I don't care if my kid is that kid that is that. My kid, let me tell you right now, Oliver rarely wears pants. So if my kid is the kid that exposes his penis to the whole kindergarten class, I don't care. It's his body. And you know what? He's learned how to pee. And I, sorry, don't care. But no, <laughs> that's just my yeah. take on it. Sorry. All well, right. Let's We're, go back to a word from our sponsors. Yes. The Okie Show Show is brought to you by Construction Zones. Are you on your way to work? Or is this the road to hell? <laughs> That's literally what I went Dude, through to get here today. Probably both. Probably both. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced that the road to hell is paved with orange cones. Orange cones <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then a flashing little 45, 45, yeah. slow down, too fast. I love the signs that say, please don't hit our workers. Or like my daddy request. works here. Like it's Darn a little kid in a construction hat. And yeah. I like look at that sign. And I'm like, I would never kill your dad. <laughs> I think it's so bad as they say, avoid $10,000 fine. And I'm like, how yeah. about avoid murdering Yes, somebody? I know. I'm like, yeah. it's only $10,000 like to idea. hit people? Like, I'm gonna... you know, like some rich fuck is just like driving along. Like, I could afford it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
funny because I always say if I was rich, I would fucking ram every person yeah. who like yes. pulls in front of me and is just like a dick. And I'd just, just be like, meh. 20 points. Yeah. 30 points. <laughs> What's my tab? You cut me off. Fuck you. And what are we talking car. about like with hit? Like are we talking about just like a brief clipping? Like a meh and you like kind of tap their foot and they're like, hey. Or like full blown like, run over. Mm, that's a Murdered. Good Frog or I just flats. always picture like an Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark when the when the motorcycle's driving just right next to him and he's just like Meh. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Killing everyone Nazis, man. That's, that's the dream. Let's be honest. Everyone's had that vision in their head oh, while they're dude. driving to run someone over. Every time I get stuck in traffic. It's terrible. <gasps> dude, every time somebody gets even close to my car, I'm like, holy fucking shit. Do I don't, not hit the I know. Person. Do, do not, not hit the person. Don't do it. And then I think of that thing where it's like, it says... Don't think in your head, don't hit the person because then psychologically that you're tells you to it. hit the person. Yes. And I'm like, oh yeah. shit, what was the one where you're supposed to tell yourself the opposite to do it? But if you say the person, then you're going to gravitate towards the person. And and I'm like, on- go this way, go the other way, go the other way. Ooh. You just yeah. put on some Kenny Loggins and you just relax mm-hmm. for a second in traffic. I Listen. feel like. <laughs> It's always I don't need to murder anyone today. I don't like, need to murder anyone there's today. There's two places where I feel like or any true day self <laughs> or is any revealed. day. No days that And one to is behind the wheel of a car during traffic, and the second is the YouTube com- comments. YouTube. Let's comments. face it; it's the same part of your brain that you're using. You're shutting off that part where you have to deal with like life repercussions. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's yeah. no outside world. I can just say what I want. It yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, the people that when it says merge now and everyone merges over in some asshole. Where's that dude? Like, drives up to the front of the yep. line. I will cop block that motherfucker. Use I my car and I'm like not no. on my watch. <laughs> not, not today. On my watch. Exactly. No. You drew I hang first out blood. in both lanes yes. and we'll just like just, I'm here. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're not passing. Just like idle. I'm just like I'm cock block I choose when you go in front of Mm -hmm. me or when you yield. Exactly. I'm like, what makes you so special? This is my road. (laughs) What makes you so special that everyone else got over and you come to the front of the line? Who do you think you are? Yeah. I'm like, it ain't going to happen here. Mm -mm. No, no. You're going to wait 20 Mm -mm. cars and a semi. I'll sacrifice my car just to prove a point. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And that's the difference between... No, I'm kidding. (laughs) And it sucks that like California... I was thinking of LA traffic. Uh, It sucks that Oklahoma City is like becoming more and more populated because like rush hour is just it's bad it's bad crazy now well plus that construction area over between like you know going on 235 to whatever it just it gets it narrows down to two lanes and everyone's like getting off 44 all angry so back to female comics the other question i think we were kind of discussing prior to is do you feel or see either one if you don't personally feel it do you see other women in stand-up comedy kind of gearing toward the men audience by being a dude, like doing the dude stuff? Or is or is that not a thing as much as it's just people being themselves? Because I personally subscribe to, like, my personality. It's kind of not on the feminine side, and I'm okay with it. And my husband, we love each other. It's fine. Like, But I'm a little crass. I don't really – I don't care about what I wear as much. Like, you know, it's just that's who I am. Are women doing that because that's who they are? Or do you see women per- purposely gearing toward being hitting that mm. dude audience? Mm. That is a good question. And I've got to say, <laughs> I don't really know. I don't really have an answer I for guess, that. I guess, I mean, you know, you can't you know what's in someone's head or like what's their true intention. But right. I just, I'm, I'm curious because I feel like that's, that's 10. Usually that's who I relate to because that's how I am. 
but I don't ever imagine them doing it as a faux, like a fake character. I think of them as being like, that's who they are. And so that's why they're funny and they're just voicing it. But I don't yeah, know if that's, that's the case. Yeah. When it's fake, you can see it. Can you tell? Oh, you can yeah, tell. Yeah. When someone's trying to do something that's not natural, you can tell. And I've only seen it like once or twice from a woman that I felt like was doing what she thought she should be doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know her that well. I mean, I just, it came off as very like not natural. In a local capacity or yeah, it, mm-hmm. it wasn't in Oklahoma city, but, um, yeah, you just felt like that she was t- gearing her stuff, but it wasn't her as a person. Yeah. It was what she thought was funny was what people would want to hear or, yeah. and it just didn't match her. Like it didn't match. Yeah. But I've seen guys do that too. I mean, I think guys yeah. definitely yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, cause that just goes back to the whole thing of like learning how to be comfortable on stage and learning how to not give a shit. True. But it's interesting for for, from the perspective of a female, like, you know, let's face it, the audiences are predominantly male. So that is, that's, that is well, that, I mean, for me, I, was I find say, that yeah. interesting they because bring of their girlfriends they with bring them. their girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And so their girlfriends are either going to be that person that's like, Oh, he was funny. I agree with you, babe. Cause they're like just in that stage right. or they're thinking, you know, like she was really funny. She hit a lot of points in my life that I relate to. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if you're going to comedy show after comedy show with your boyfriend and it's all men and it's all women jokes and girlfriend jokes and stuff, they can't relate to, they're not going to want to go after. No, a while. no. Yeah. There's women up there that they can relate to. They're going to want to go. Because, I mean, they're so enthused that there was something that they could relate to. Yeah. They're so excited. Like, you know? This is me. Finally. Yeah. yeah. Finally, yeah. you know. And, and it all depends on the individual. I think a lot of people are driven to do comedy for different reasons. Yes. You know, um, some people are doing it for self-exploration, to you know, find themselves to share their story, to, you know, find like minds to whatever. Some people are doing it just to get as many laughs as they can, to connect with as many people as they can. Um, so it really just depends on what that person's looking for. Also, when you do first start comedy, it really takes a while to figure out kind of how you want to tell your story on stage yeah. you know it, yeah. it's a learning process because I know that when I started comedy from where I started versus where I am now totally different you know game completely um it's it's uh, it's not even remotely the same you know and then where I want to ultimately end up is is similar to where I am now but you know a little bit different so. yeah it's, it's, I, I think it's cool to, to see, to track like where you start and, and your journey through it. Cause you can kind of really find your voice. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of what I, like when I was going through, like I started in theater, I thought I was gonna be a stage actor. And then I like did some dabbled in improv. I was like, Oh, like that feels good. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't because people were like, Hey, you're good at that. But it was like, that just felt right to right. me personally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then continue that on. And people are like, yeah, that does, that looks good on you. And I'm like, thank you. And then like go from there. But you're definitely in two totally different places when you're 
firing on all, you know, four cylinders and doing right. improv versus where you just were beginning. Right. And like, I, I've even heard it on, on my CDs of my favorite <laughs> little guy. Like I've listened uh-huh. to him. Like I watched some YouTube videos where he was like trying to figure it. He has, he has a very distinct like voice and character that he does. That's not actually him. So that's why I find so interesting is I know people do that. Mm-hmm. That's part of stand up. Like you can yeah. put on a, like a little character or do certain physical attributes or whatever. Um, but it's, it's interesting really how that morphed because I can see work. it. Yeah. You can right? see that it was in him and it yeah. wasn't like totally not him. He wasn't doing something fake, but he found that and explored it. So That's right. I love Michael Mann because for the longest time, I didn't realize that that was a character that he was mm-hmm. doing. Is that weird? Yeah. When you realize yeah. it's a when character? When you sit down with mm-hmm. the guy that you just saw doing this character and then he's like completely different. Totally Whoa, different. What? Yeah. I've known you for like, mm-hmm. well, I've, I've known of you. I've known of Michael for like two years at least. Yeah, and and you start to you picture to what they're like. like yeah. yeah, what's that? What yeah, are you, yeah well, because it's when it, his, this is kind of going off topic, but he does. He has this character that he has uh, some physical disabilities about him that are and genuine. That are genuine. That are genuine. Yeah. and and I've had conversations. Sorry to interrupt you. No, but no, no. I've had conversations with people after his shows who are like, he's totally faking everything, and I'm like, oh, no, no, whoa. his condition is totally real. The the voice and stuff is not it's real, ad, it's, it's, but they yeah. think because the voice and stuff is not real, that everything is Everything's fake. fake. And I'm like, no, no, all that is real. And that, so it, it's confusing. <laughs> He's just that dedicated. But, yeah. It's he exactly. just decided to make up a yeah, totally different exactly. person, yeah. which I get that too with shaking. Cause I shake all the time and people will come up to me and they're like, you're not shaking now. You're whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I, I stand up there and I shake really? like all the time. Yeah, people tell you, people will come up and ask you about, mm-hmm. well, yeah, they'll ask me like, uh, you know, about it or whatever. But then some people will be like, Oh, you're just, you, you make that up. I thought you were joking. I'm like, why in the hell would I joke about that? That's, like that's, that's the dumbest thing. Going yeah. back to Shane mm-hmm. Moss, like, <clears throat> he has a he broke both of his feet and so like he did a whole album about how he broke both of his feet at the same time and and, and like people kept asking him if it was like an actor and he, or oh something like God. that and he was yeah. like that's a bold that's question that's really rude yeah, yeah. like why in the hell like, would people like I, I understand asking about some things but then some things it's just it's not even logical that somebody would fake that, that. that's oh. dumb yeah. as hell you know yeah. like the very first time I got heckled I'd been doing comedy for three months I was at a show in Tulsa and I was just talking about dates I'd actually been on mm-hmm. these were actual Real dates, dates yeah. that were just ridiculous and this guy was in the audience and he just threw down his napkin and he shouts out that didn't happen that didn't happen (laughs) i follow you daily (laughs) right i said what are you the audience lawyer you object (laughs) he said he just shook his head he said that didn't happen and i was like whatever dude but yeah i'm like this stuff i'm talking about for the most part is has really happened. Right? That's why it's yeah. funny. Like you yeah. draw exactly. real life experiences yeah. and some of the stuff is unbelievable and that's why it's hilarious. It, I'm like, uh-huh. do you think I could really make that up? Why would I? Like, <laughs> what? That's I the just, funniest I, stuff is the stuff that's true. Back in high school, there was this dude who used to text all the girls Pictures of his dick. Literally, no, it wasn't that far because we we didn't have picture text messaging for the most part. Uh, It was the dark ages. It was the dark ages. No, I mean, so it was early high school, but like he'd be like, want sex, bring condom, but he spelled condom wrong. And so everyone's like, 
Condom. No. Like, everyone's like, <laughs> you can't, like, no. Like, and that's the thing he would instigate trying to get with a girl. Oh and, like, that really happened to me. That mm-hmm. genuinely was a text I received, want sex, bring condom. And it just, how often that worked. And it, Welcome to the And how many times did right? it work? You know and it you worked at least once. I know it worked, and I wonder yeah. who. And mm-hmm. I know I know almost everyone from my high school, so I want to know who mm-hmm. worked on because you know it did one time Okay, well, at your next reunion, you need to find out. And I'm planning our next reunion everyone. this year, so I'm going to ask. Okay. I'm going to put it up on the big find screen. Find out. Yeah. Want sex? Bring condom. Yeah. Who did <laughs> it? Work on? Who did it work on? Who brought condom? Who did it? Yeah. Well, you guys want to play some games? We're actually running a little short on time, Sorry. so I think we've got time for one game. Sure. Yeah. Um, and we uh, we were being very, very lazy, and we didn't do a whole lot of planning. So I think what we're going to do is... Um, we're uh, going to do just basically, like, we're going to have either one of you or both give a little monologue or a little, like, bit of a story, and we're going to play the scene. And whatever scene we come up with, it might be related, and an, or it'll be inspired by. I always yes. say it's inspired by. Um Talk about one of your first dates. That's that's always oh, a fun one. Yeah, that is a good. You're one. funny. You think I date? <laughs> <laughs> there has to be at least one. I was just in talking about how I, I don't ever date. I like, don't date. I married a dude that I went to high school with. And See, was my best friend. Done. Yeah. Mm. See, that's then the we best. We got divorced, and I've been divorced for and then we're eight done. years. That's what I told I told my husband if he I ever died, I would dated. I would never date again. <laughs> I hate dating so right? much. It, it's I hate horrid. dating. It's, it's the horrid. worst. It's the worst. Like, what do you even I do? I don't even know. I don't care. I don't yeah, want to listen to anyone's bullshit. I don't right? want to ever talk about bullshit stuff with some dude I don't know ever again. That's, I mean, I, I want to talk rough. about bullshit stuff with lots of dudes I don't know, but I, not in like, like a romantic do I like way. You? I don't even know. Why yeah, don't you I don't want to worry brain. about that. I need you to take your brain, the contents of your brains, and just like go like that. Empty and like, out. I'm going to sift through it, and yes. then I'll be like, okay, I like you. Yes. And then I'm going to like quiz you with a, a light over <laughs> your head, and you better answer every fucking thing I ask you, <laughs> or I'm probably going to hit you at some Great. point. Like, yeah. I can't fucking this help you. Great. You need to fucking say, answer whatever I ask you. <laughs> And they're going to be like, uh, you are not romantic. I'm going to be like, I don't even know what that means because I don't fucking know who you are, dickhole. Answer my motherfucking question. And they're going to be like, I'm going to move on to this girl because yes. she's not quite as threatening and mean as you are. <laughs> bye bye. And I'm going to be like, fine, I will go get another sex toy yet again. Thank you. I would just like to say <sighs> for the record. <sighs> Where am I? <sighs> it's oh, okay. Hi. You're home. Who are you? I'm going to ask you some questions. Just remain calm. Oh my god, I swiped left, didn't I? Do not ask any questions. I want you to answer with honesty. (sighs) Okay, um, could you at least take the spotlight out of my eyes so I can actually see (laughs) you? We need to dilate your pupils to identify whether you're lying or telling the truth. Drink this truth serum. Drink the oh truth God, you, serum. Am I, am I hooked up to like a... The truth serum will be injected in five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> I wish this was You're real. mediocre at best. Now, <sighs> listen to my voice. Your answers will affect your neighbor who is next door. Know that if you answer incorrectly, you will be putting punishment on someone <laughs> you do not know. They are innocent. Now... How many women have you slept with? <sighs> slept with or fooled around with? Oh, God. Oh, 
I'm so sorry. Do not ask questions. <sighs> Answer turn. fully and honesty. Total honesty is what we're looking for. How many women have you conned into sleeping with you? <laughs> Two. Correct. <laughs> and they were kind of expensive. Thank you for that extra information. <laughs> However, it is not necessary to answer beyond the question. Okay. Now, tell me, do you believe in love? <sighs> do you believe love, how to love, how to love, how to love? There's something sad to say. <laughs> Answer the question while Cher sings. Really don't think strong enough now. I don't Do think I truly believe in love long term. But like maybe one night to one night. And oh I can tell. You've been eliminated. You want at least a week's relationship. You want to know the person, don't I do. you? I do. You have a good heart. Yes, I do. Yes. You're open to a long-term, totally committed relationship, correct? I mean, will it get me out of this? <laughs> do not ask questions! <laughs> I'm sorry! <laughs> if you want to date my daughter, you will need to pass one further test. Okay. Take off your pants. Oh, oh dear God. <laughs> Sorry, that went too far. Too far. Oh, that was good. It was just for the STD test. So. That is what it's I okay. want to do for every person who ever wants to come near my kids. I just, I'm sorry. Hell I yeah. Love to do that. yeah. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. date my kids without that. Whole panel. I've uh, looked up stuff. Great. You can order STD tests. They're expensive. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure talking to you about female comedy. If you are a female out there listening and you want to do comedy, Freaking do it. Yes. yes and do it. We're awesome right now. We're outnumbering Brian. I feel really empowered. I know. I, know. Yeah. I, was, I was going into this thinking I'm going to have nothing to contribute to Yay. this. <laughs> I'm just going to sit and listen. You're doing no, well, but it's, Brian. But, uh, it's been awesome. We've all contributed. Yes. Yes, together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, plug your guys. Plug yourselves on media. Social media. Where can we find you, Julie? On Facebook at Julie Drake Comedy, you can like the page. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. And Melissa McGinnis. Uh, you can find me not on Facebook. Um, I guess you can find me on Twitter. On Twitter and uh, in person. On yeah. Twitter and in person. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can find me at Mel Guinness on Twitter. I don't really Twitter. I don't really do it. I mean, I won't don't be do there. The are you, I won't really be there. Are you with but me? You can Where you find just kind of scroll and you just kind of. I'm like, Ugh, why did I get an update on Twitter? Why yeah. do I even have this thing? But you turn can find it off. There. Yeah. yeah, and then um, you can find me in person at Tapworks uh, on Sundays from six to eight. Six thirty to eight is the open mic, so come out, hang out, and uh, then stand up on stage if you want to, and tell jokes. It will be super fun. And, and then it's, um, it's great. That's my yeah. favorite open mic. It's so a lot of fun, out, guys. Yay. It's a lot of fun when it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so. then before we close, I'm gonna throw out a hello to Jesse Kyle, and uh, she was she was injured and uh, had a very serious accident, and she's on Facebook, uh, the Jesse Kyle Road to Recovery. You can follow her updates. She's an awesome stand-up comic yeah. in the Oklahoma City Very area. Very funny lady. We love, 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 love her. Improv. 
She's also so. a great person. She's a wonderful mm-hmm. yes. person. She's just the nicest girl. And uh, we just want to send our best love and wishes and prayers and everything to her. Uh, you guys do the same. Yes. So she's a rock star. So, of course, she's going to. She's going to come yeah. back she's and have be some amazing awesome tales to tell well. about her being on drugs. So in the hospital right and I can only imagine how funny she is set. on morphine even, or whatever she's on I can't even so, right I feel yeah. like though she's gonna walk out of the hospital and be like and that is what I call acting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was acting and then the whole time it was a joke and that acting yes <laughs> so we're just gonna dedicate this whole darn episode to Jesse um you know Get better soon, good, girl, because we need you in the world. A yep. super badass female comedian. Yes. So. yes. She is awesome. Mm-hmm. So um, that's pretty much it, guys. Thank you so much All for right. coming on. Thank you, guys. And we'll see y'all awesome. in the next two weeks. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>